I'm Michelle from Michelle I Price the Light Worker on Facebook and uh, welcome to the podcast. Beck. we um, are getting together today to talk to an amazing lady because we're almost two weeks into this amazing challenge that you and I are doing. 40 days, getting up at 4.30 in the morning, starting at 5 a.m. People can't believe this in winter when it's freezing, but we're actually sitting down with the facilitator today of this um, Kundalini challenge we both started. Yes, and it is really, really cool. Really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, we're loving life and um, you wouldn't believe it because we've both been up since the crack of dawn, literally, um, before the sun comes up. But what 13 days now. Yeah, and what we've been talking to Tash about, who is a facilitator, is that exactly that, you know, it's quite funny because we make a point during our interview with Tash that, you know, there was an offer from one of your family members to do something and uh, you were just like, yeah, no, no. no. But when I mentioned this... not going to happen. Yeah, when I mentioned the Kundalini thing to you, you didn't even know what it is. I didn't really know what it was. I was just like, oh, yeah, it's some poses and you kind of make ch- chants or noises or something. And you're just like, sign me up. Where is it? What's the info? Here we are. And you signed up. That's right. I didn't even think about it. It was just straight away. Send me that link. I know. The body. It was like I spoke before I. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was the intuition. Yeah. Was it. Yeah. So I just love that. I think that's the most profound thing ever. Enjoy the little conversation. We're going to play that for you now and uh, this is pre-recorded so we, we just had a chat to Tash and uh, we'll come back after this. Tash Hamilton is here today is a breath work facilitator and shiatsu therapist. She works with the eye pyramid energy and is a kundalini facilitator as well. Tash thank you for joining Becca and I today. Hello. Welcome Tash. Hi. What an amazing background, sister. I just got to say, I know this is a podcast and not a visual kind of thing, but I mean, that background, oh my God. Water element. Yeah. Tasha's uh, speaking to us from Kiwana. So she's got the beautiful lake in the background behind her. And uh, we've seen a lot of beautiful backgrounds from you, but we'll get into that probably um, a little bit later on during the uh, during our chat. Now, Tash, I do want to sort of say, because we're going to have some people listening to this more so that we don't have the visuals, and you do have a beautiful accent. Now, can we ask kind of, you know, I guess your background, you know, where you're from, where does the accent sort of uh, originally come from? I do have an accent. That's good picking up on that. (laughs) I'm originally from the UK, so North Wales. I grew up in a little tiny town called Gronent. So I was born there, and I moved over to Australia when I was 21. I just had this massive inner calling and from a very young age, I I used to say to my mum, I'd watch neighbours, it's a funny story, I'd watch (laughs) neighbours and I'd do sit-ups and push-ups going, preparing myself, ready for when I go to Australia, I've got to have a hot body because you'd watch all these people (laughs) on neighbours like walking on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'd say to my mum, I'm heading to Australia when I get a bit older and she'd look at me like I was crazy, like, okay, sure Tash, sure. And yeah, I just knew. I knew I'd be out here. I knew there was something bigger that was calling me. So yeah, I headed on over, 21, on my own with my little backpack, traveled around and here I am today. Love that. I was actually thinking you were going to say you wanted to be on Neighbours and that's why you're working out so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) No? Okay. Um, And good timing now because they're just having their final episode. Um, Ah! Did you want to ask anything? Uh, no, I just think it's um, just so brave and courageous to, I think at 21, I don't think I would have been thinking about leaving the country and yeah. <laughs> starting starting off Fancy. fresh and, and doing all of that. So, um, so much just admiration for you, Tash. I feel that 
If I didn't leave, my life would be a different story. So when I was younger, I grew up with um, severe illnesses, rheumatoid arthritis, and this massive disconnect with my body. Um, because I was in so much pain, I used to dissociate myself and push myself out of my body to not feel the pain. So I almost feel if I wasn't able to come out here, maybe it might be a different story. So there's always reasons, I guess, for each one of us on our path. And for me, it was there was something that I just knew. There was that I have to leave. I have to go. I have to go. So And, and I, I love how you said you were getting ready to sort of like getting ready to be ready. Like yeah. you just knew you had to do something and you were just getting ready. You didn't know when or how or what have you, but you were just, you just knew to get ready. And that's just sort of following your intuition and your guidance there, which is amazing. Amazing. Tash, do you feel like that move as well because of the rheumatoid and, and that sort of thing? Do you feel like the, the climate in Australia is different? Do you feel like that was kind of part of, you know, the sunshine here, kind of motivation, going outdoors? Do you feel like that sort of had an impact on your health and your recovery? And- 100%. So definitely the weather, the people, the attitude here. People are very, a bit more laid back and outgoing. It seems a bit more slower paced. I mean, where I was anyway, I can't talk about big cities, but, you know, um, I was up in Cairns and travelled, I was in WA. I travelled around the whole of Australia, to be honest, but, yeah, the change of the change of diet, I feel like your produce out here is a lot fresher. Um, having that fresh air and that vitamin D, the sunshine, yeah, definitely helped me change perspective. And even when I was back in the UK, it's funny because I would repeat mantras in my head from a young age. I'd always repeat this stuff over and over and over and over and over. Um, when I had severe pain with my arthritis, I wouldn't be able to get up in the morning. My hands would be locked out. I just used to keep, keep telling myself I don't have it, like my body's healthy. I used to mm. repeat that mantra over and over and over and over. Um, but I'd still have the flare-ups from time to time. And when I came to Australia, I changed my diet, exercised more, had, got out in the sun a lot more, then yeah, that definitely impacted how my symptoms kind of, you know, were showing. They, they, they were very minimal. And, you know, I, I've been tested a few times now along, the, along my path and it doesn't flag up at all. I have no symptoms. So I feel personally that it's, it's no longer present in my body. Wow. Everything's healable, hey? The medical medium would be all over this like a rash. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken some time and perseverance. Obviously a lot of um, practices for sure, but I do believe that we're able to a degree unless our soul, you know, because I do believe as well that we've come to experience certain things in our lifetime. Mm. But um, yeah, for me, in my path, I was able to navigate through the mind, through practices that I teach today um, to heal that. Nutrition being a big one as well, though. Nutrition mm. is massive for me. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, because chronic, um, chronic pain, I mean, this, this would speak to a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people who kind of deal with this. And one thing that, um, and I think you would agree with this, one thing I like to say to people when I did my hamstring, for example, and, um, you know, it sort of held me back from walking easily and even running, I couldn't run, you know, and I don't want things to become an excuse. And I think that that's something that probably we would all agree with is that you get that injury and then sometimes you don't do anything about it or you just kind of go, oh, that sucks. And you just kind of limp around the place. And then the body kind of compensates for that thing that's going on. 
And then we have other problems and other problems and other problems. And it's like, I just don't want that to become an excuse for me not to do things. And that's what it ends up being a lot of the time, um, especially if you get onto medication and other things. So agreed. Cause it's like we're given that external power. And I feel like during, you know, when we were born and, and how we're brought up and just the era that we were in, it was almost like we weren't taught to tune into our bodies. We mm. weren't taught to drop into our soul, tune into our higher self, you know, the Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo, bowing down to the divine teacher within. We weren't ever really taught, I'm not saying all of us, but a lot of us weren't ever gifted with that awareness. You know, the more we can actually tune into that, the less power we're giving away to someone else going, I can go to a doctor, they can fix me, this person can fix me, or I'll go there, they've got this. People have the tools, but it's up to us to have that determination and devotion and dedication to shift through the things that we need to shift through. Mm, yeah. Reclaiming that power and going, yep, yeah, okay, I'm not making an excuse, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, it's having that courage to go, I really wanna know what this is. Mm-hmm. What, what, why is my body communicating to me in this way? Why is it giving me an injury? Why is it giving me a headache? What energy, what emotion that could potentially be stored there? This is going quite deep into the practice here, but Kundalini, the reason why I'm going into this, Kundalini brings this up. So each chakra holds on to beliefs and carries different emotions within that. And when we raise the Kundalini energy up, it shifts through those blockages, which gives us access to higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. So can we take a step back just because I think a lot of our listeners probably may not have heard of Kundalini or, you know, done it. Um, and it is, it is quite involved. And certainly with Rebecca and I, I mean, I had a little idea because I've got a client of mine in America who does it. So she was sort of, you know, showing me at, at points, you know, the different positions yeah. and the sounds and, and stuff like that. But apart from that, I really didn't know much about it. And I, you know, whether Beck's in the same sort of boat. Um, no, didn't know a thing about it. Yeah. I just, I just, but we talked. You and I, I talked about it and then you were like, oh, what is this? I need to do this. Isn't I know, that's yeah. right. And I had only put it out, which is the funny thing. I had only put it out a few days beforehand what? that I needed to change up my routine. That's why I was like, send me the link straight Same. away on that podcast. Yeah. I was like, send me the link, send me the link. Because <laughs> I was having trouble even getting up at 7, 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like I was just, no, it's not happening. And then it was like, I've got to get the kids to school. I've got to get them up. I've got to get, you know, set, a, set an example for them. No, none of it. And then I was getting slack too. And I was sitting up late at night, not doing anything sort of, you know, worthwhile, sort of get there and I'd start going on the socials. And then, that, <laughs> you know, that's like four hours gone, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but it wasn't even, like, I wasn't even, posting I haven't posted on my my platforms for so long haven't been doing anything like that and um so when this came up and and I said to Matt Matt's my partner Tash um I said to him <laughs> so I'm getting up tomorrow morning at 4 30 he goes what for I said I'm gonna do um some yoga some some kundalini yoga and he goes oh okay good luck with that yeah, that's what my husband said as well. That's not going to happen. And I'm like, look at me, nearly two weeks in. <laughs> and, and then he goes, he goes, oh, okay. He said, so, all right. Well, he said, well, you know, have fun with it. And I said, I will. So I'm going to need your help. <laughs> and he goes, what? Like, it's faith 
drained because there's no way he was going to get up and do it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I said, I need your help because I've got to do this for 40 days. I've committed to it. And he just laughed, picked up his coffee and went outside. It was hilarious. But again, I I haven't, this morning I was like, oh, I'm a bit tired. I don't know. I don't know. But I did. I got up and I've been there every morning. So 4.30, 4.40 every morning I'm up and um, I feel amazing. I feel amazing. Can I just ask, did Matt think it was only like a day? Like you were doing it for one? At first he did until (laughs) I And then he said 40 and he's like, <laughs> but he even said to me, I think it was today, yesterday, day 11? Yeah, tomorrow's day 14. Oh, okay. Well, on Friday. Day, Friday, yep. day 11, he's like, we've only got 30 days left because it's actually 41 days, isn't it? Oh, is it 41? 40 days. It's only 40. You can do 40, 41 if you wish, but yeah, it's 40. You'll be on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up there ready. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. so neither of us going in had any idea but we both kind of and I was the same as Becca actually asked for the same thing I was like I just need to change up my routine I'm just Groundhog Day at the moment and it's exactly the same thing I'm like oh you know I've got to edit this and I've got to do this and I just had no motivation and then when your Tash was talking about this and I'm going 40 days god that's a lot and it's like five in the morning like, and I was asking you, I even sent this to oh, do we really have to get up at five? Oh, not get up at five, but like start at five? Like, do we really have to do And then Tash was like, well, no, because I can record and can watch it back. And then I was like, Ugh. like that didn't, and I'm, I think that's probably the same, but that didn't appeal to me. I was like, no, I feel like I kind of need to do it then and there because that's the energy. And you know what? This is the ego. This is how subtle yeah. it can come and go, you don't need to get up at five. Yeah. Is- here you know and it's straight away having that awareness and kundalini is that it's the yoga of awareness so straight out it pulls this immense energy i'm going bam here's your awareness oh you can't do this it's 40 days this is massive it already starts with the stories the programs oh i can't do that so early how am i going to do this oh but i'm tired oh but i went to bed late i watched top gun yeah (laughs) yeah look i've just seen my media and now i'm distracted you know (laughs) just normal life yeah. And and I have to say too, every night when I go to bed, I do, you know, I do my gratitude before I go to sleep and I do the protection around the house and, and my children and Matt and myself and whoever else I feel like throwing it out there too. Um, but I do call in my guardian angel and my spirit guides and anyone else from light and love just to help me get up in the morning because I know my ego can get really <laughs> really, really stubborn. Help me get out of bed. I love it. There's enough corn in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tash, we'll start with maybe Satnam because um, that's, you know, I just loved that. When I, when I Googled it because I was like, what does this mean? Um, and I think I read I Am Truth or something like that. Now, is, is Satnam kind of the um like is that the kriya is that because we talk about kriyas and all of this sort of stuff so can you just sort of explain I guess what Beck and I are doing yeah so and the kriya and all of that that nam is um we call it a seed mantra in kundalini yoga so sat nam is truth is my identity and what in what we're really saying is we're tuning into the energy that activates all the chakras and all the centers so satnam is just bowing down to that truth truth is my identity it's not what's going on externally it's i'm truth i'm the infinite i'm the creator and i'm connected so satnam brings us back 
into that wholeness whenever our mind starts to wander. So during Kundalini Mm. practice, I will say Satnam and get you to repeat this mantra, Satnam, 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 to remind our consciousness, truth is my identity. So it's one of the mantras that we use in Kundalini. There's a lot of mantras. We use a lot of mantras in Kundalini yoga. And again, that is to awaken the energy in the centers of the body. And the focus you were saying was with the kidneys for this one. For this one, it's the kidneys. Yeah. yeah. So each Kriya is not created by me. It's created by um, Yogi Bhajan is my teacher. And he channeled all of these teachings through. So we don't play with any of the, the energetics of this set Kriya. So there's thousands of these different types of Kriya, Kriyas, and they all work on different different things for the body. For example, we're doing the adrenals and the kidneys. There's another one, prana apana. There's another one, you know, the 10 bodies, awakening the 10 bodies. There's another one, opening the heart center. There's all of these multiple different practices that just awaken different channels in our body. So just thinking of the body as this huge energetic channel and the postures that we sit in and the mantras that we chant and the mudras, so the hand positions, these awaken certain energy systems in our body and allow us to release what needs to be released through old old programs and allow us to drop into our inner guru dev our inner teacher our own awareness so kundalini being the creative force the creative energy that lies dormant in the base of the spine um, what we're trying to do is awaken that dormant energy from the base chakra spiraling up through each chakra up to the top of the head the crown which gives us your creative potential so the more we can shift through and awaken that energy we awaken our true creative potential in our lifetime so that in hindsight is what kundalini is we shed away it's almost referred to as a as a serpent as you know spiraled coil and that spirals up the spine and what that does is imagine a Imagine a snake, it sheds its skin. So when you practice Kundalini with intention, we are almost shedding away the layers that we've created in our subconscious and opening up to our infinite nature. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that makes so much sense, Tash. Hearing it put that way, um, it makes a lot of sense because I I think Becca will agree, there's so much heat that builds in your body. And yeah, yeah, the first day that I did it, I was like, I have my bed socks, I had everything going on. I'm like covered, you know, (laughs) and everything because it's winter and it's a bit cold. And um, my God, I'm like, I was sweating. I'm like ripping this off (laughs) and ripping that off. And oh my God, like the heat is quite incredible, especially with Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire really, yeah, charges the system. So it's it's a heating kind of pranayama so it almost cleanses the entire system. So again, what Kundalini yoga does work on is the glandular system and the nervous system massively. Mm. So, you know, the glands produce hormones in the body and it helps your body function. And these glands also affect your emotions and your age and your immunity, your metabolism. So when we tune in, to kundalini energy we're almost reinforcing our connection to the divine we're shedding away 
and clearing and charging up our nervous system to allow more energy in. So we're getting rid of what we don't need and calling more in of what we can call in, our infinite nature. Yeah. And it is amazing with the anxiety because, I mean, I used to get a little bit anxious before readings. And I tell you, since we started doing Kundalini, I'm just like, what do you want to do? Anchor. What are you, what are you here for? Let's get it done. Like completely. Like you notice you might go in a bit anxious or something and then we've done it. And I'm walking around like, what are we, what's everyone worried about? It's what's like it? your cares just become, you're like, oh. What's the point? It doesn't like, you. Yeah. Do you agree, Beck? I've, I've had a massive change in my emotions over the last know, 13 days or yeah. so. Um, even day one. And mm. I was so surprised. I was, um, <laughs> no, I was so surprised because even day one, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I could see this, um, you know, these different energies. And, and, and I was just like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Everything's okay. Guy cut me off traffic. I'm like, that's okay. You're in a hurry. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Teflon. We're like Teflon all of a sudden, which is what I'm telling everyone. You want to be like Teflon. And then we're walking around like Teflon. Everything's just, oh, who it's cares? It's like you have this shield. So you create yeah. such a strong aura that things come in and you're like, I can remain yeah. centered and calm in this storm. Yeah. I can just sit here and go, I'm not going to expend my energy on something that your awareness just becomes so attuned. And yeah. you see it, like you said before, Michelle, you you're, you have that awareness, it comes in and it's like, I already know that. Oof, I know this. Yeah. I don't need to play into this old story, no. or this emotion and knowing that we can feel the emotion, let it go and bam, you know, we're moving on with our day. Something yeah. else. It's just profound. And because as, you know, you think about COVID and, you know, there's a lot of fear around that and just health in general. And we talk about chronic pain and things like that. And all of those things, they put us into that sort of lower vibration, which is fear. And I think with this um, new sort of whatever that is, uh, influenza sort of thing we're seeing going around at the moment. And, you know, as I saying to you guys off air, you know, there's a lot of fear this week. And so people have been dropping, you know, people have been dropping that all of a sudden they're getting pneumonias and influenzas and heart issues and, you know, money issues and all this stuff. And I spent about, you know, normally I would get into a bit of a spin myself. And as I was saying to you guys, I was sort of in it for about, I don't know, five minutes. And then I thought I might put a post up and just sort of let people know it's a bit slow, you know, if you want a, a reading or whatever. And within 20 minutes, I had five readings come in. And then I woke up the next morning, I had another five. So I got 10 out of one post. And literally, you know, that was within less than 24 hours. Yes. So you know, it was like, I kind of moved through it really quickly. And I was sort of worried about the money. And because I was like, oh my gosh, it's my business. What's happening to my business? And, blah, blah, blah. Yep. and yeah, it lasted about five minutes. And then when Kaz showed me that car, because we did that joint Facebook live on Sunday and she said, oh, money. And I went, oh, okay. So I was sort of prepared for it from Sunday night. But yeah, you're just, you're not sitting in it as much. And I think that's really important for the listener at home is because mm. people always say to me, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? And it's like, you need to raise your vibration. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all in this ascension. And heading towards an awakening and everyone's going through, I mean, I've had people with like major breakups, relationship breakups this mm. week and mm. still showing up though. And it's like, if you're willing to show up during energy like this, you're willing to do the work. And that's what Becca and I are doing. That's why we signed up for it. And we're like, no matter how tired we are, we still drag ourselves out and we get there and we do it. And you feel awesome at the end of it. That's the point. That's why we're doing it. Because you're seeing results in such a short period of time and almost what you're doing is, you know, creating a sadhana, which is if people don't know what a sadhana is, it's just a daily spiritual practice. So 
it's that part of us that we almost neglected for such a long time, but yeah. it's become so apparent now that we all know that there's something there that we have to create. And when we create a habit of awareness, um, we can alter the frequency of the mind and also of the brain. So when that occurs, it's almost like we're able to access different parts of our consciousness to remember that we are creative consciousness. We are that ekon car, you know, and if you chant these mantras um, over 40 days, which I will be opening another class because um, chanting mantras is incredible. We're there. Powerful. us in. <laughs> that was my next question. What's next? Yes. We're not having to think with our brains because we're just doing this technology, this Kundalini technology, I call it, because we're, we're, we're tuning into the vibration and the frequency and the awareness. We're not having to intellectualize it. The frequency is coming through. We're tuning into the subtlety of the energy. We're feeling it. We're becoming so acutely aware of our sensory system. And that is the most important thing is bringing people back bringing people back into their bodies, into their feeling. And this is something that I've had to work on for so long and I'm still working on, is coming back into myself because of going through most of my life in so much pain, um, pushing myself away and going out of my body to go, I don't want to feel this pain, you know? Mm. What's this about? I've had to navigate for so many years, figuring out all these tools. Well, how can I do this? How can I navigate and not be attached to this pain and live in this pain consistently. Because mm. so that's the body's communication device, isn't it? That's what it's trying to let you know. Something yeah, the immune system. On. So, yeah, glandular system, endocrine system, you know, the, yeah, the whole immune system as a whole. And Kundalini just works on that entire nervous system and it builds you up from scratch. And it happens in a really fast way. Mm. So our, our only mission really is to meet, remain dedicated and aware because we have all of this information coming in from spirit every single second it's yeah. there it's just our own awareness and our feeling so the more that we're able to become aware of our own sensory our own sensory body if you want to call it the more we know what truth is the more we don't need to go is this you know i'm hearing this here i'm hearing this from that person or here or the news or all of this mm. stuff and all this fear that's coming out then the more we can actually drop into our own bodies and feel it that's all that matters is our is our experience our own experience is all that matters not what someone else is saying what i'm saying what you know becca what you may be saying it's it's honoring our own experience with this life mm. completely agree I I um sat down. <laughs> I um wanted to also say too, just for the listeners at home who were who you know may not I know we've explained a little bit now, but um it's not um see at first I thought, oh gosh, can I sit still and can I concentrate for that long? Can I do this? <laughs> and it's actually very sort of lighthearted as well, which, is, which is hilarious <laughs> I mean I know yesterday <laughs> yesterday I was doing the the spinal rolls um and I had <laughs> I had my eyes closed but it was like I was on a little dish and I'm just going round in circles <laughs> are you going so in circles my, I go I, bored <laughs> <laughs> this was only yesterday this oh. was only yesterday 
and I was sort of like, this doesn't feel right. I feel like I've, I've, my eyes were closed. I'm like, I feel like my center's gone somewhere, but I'm still doing this. And I opened my eyes and I'm facing a complete different oh direction. And I had the fit of the giggles, fit of the giggles <laughs> from it. Um, but then Tash this morning too, you were just like, I'm just so playful this morning. I'm feeling really cheeky yeah. and really, and, and you're giggling away a lot too. <laughs> so it's, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. You've just yeah. got to, just got to let go and yeah. you know, you can't get it wrong really. I mean, you've yeah. got the exercise, the creature, the creator to do yeah. and the breathing and, and what have you, but you really can't get it wrong because your higher self knows what you can, mm. can take. Mm. So I just it said, knows. Yeah. It is. And it's that's this is what we do with the Ong Namo. We tune in to our higher self. So we're almost like calling in our higher self, hey, come forward, show me. And you're right with the with the laughter. Or even if you want to cry, some people cry in sessions, you know, and it's just an emotional release and it's all welcome in the session. We should never really hold back on a on a feeling or an emotion that's coming up. Like, you know, it's because we're suppressing it. The whole point in these classes, get it out. If you want to be fun, you know, I, I do the same thing. It's like, I can take off. Hang on a minute. Wait, where am I going with this spinal flex, you know? <laughs> or the body drops. So I just get so funny with it. It's like a big game, you know? And life doesn't have to be serious. And I find, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking from my own truth here, I used to do things so serious. I'd be like, mm-hmm. it's got to be done this way, you know? And, and no, it doesn't. It, it's fun. It should be fun. These practices should be fun. It should be, you should be getting a bit curious. What about, oh, I feel like trying this today. Well, try it, do mm. it. If that's what you feel like you want to do, do it. That's yeah. the key there. I feel, I feel like I want to do whatever you feel like you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> what you think, what you feel. Yeah. It's all about the feeling. And I love that too, with the um, healings, because Beck does healings as well. And I've noticed um, even doing healings, like as I said, with readings, I used to work myself up and be like, oh, what are they going to ask me and all of this? And now I'm just like, we're here. Let's do it. You know, just so different. And like the healings are the same. Like with healings, I used to be like, I'm channeling, Reiki energy, like tonic and whatever else and doing my symbols and all of this. And now I'm just like, la, 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 la. And like amazing things are happening. People are like, I feel like I'm levitating. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't really feel like I'm doing much. I'm just like, la, la, la. And it's just different. And I think what Tasha is saying is really true because we can really try. We're like, I'm trying really hard. And, you know, that's kind of like you're holding on a little bit. And even doing attunements, like I taught Reiki during the Kundalini thing. I've been teaching Reiki and it's different. Like even like teaching Reiki, people are like seeing a lot more as well, like through me, I guess, holding space. People are like, Michelle, there's a lady standing over there. I'm like, yeah, there is. And like people who are not mediums are seeing stuff and I'm like, oh my God. And I think this is the awesome thing about doing everything on Zoom too, because people have been saying, oh, where do you have to go for this thing? Because I'm telling everyone it's five in the morning. They're like, holy crap. And I'm like, (laughs) it's on Zoom and we just meet and there's people from, you know, all over the country and different countries because your mum's doing it. Yeah. It's like people are actually, I think in the group, having pretty profound experiences too. It's massive. And opening Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. There's been big shifts with the whole group and it's a really phenomenal group. I mean, you know, yeah, and you're exactly right in what you said. So the more we raise our own, I see as like warriors of light, we raise our light and then it gives permission for those around us to raise their light. And yeah. then it's the ripple wave effect that everyone is just getting this, wow, this raising consciousness and this, Incredible. yes, this happiness, this joy, this true 
you know essence of what we're here to live in happiness yeah, yeah. and enjoy yeah. and it's so good to see people just step in and just be courageous and share and chat and have fun and not worry about judgment and just get out there and do it it's incredible yeah. it's yeah. so incredible yeah and it really um it really does raise the vibration because when I had a girl as I said this week had a really major breakup and we yeah. laughed our asses off <laughs> He's like, we, and I'm like, this, 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 and cracking jokes and all the rest of it because I'm just like hysterical. And yeah. she's like, she just couldn't help it. And so she's rebooked. She's like, I need to see you again. That was awesome. I'm loving life. And I mean, she literally on Monday, love of a life. Like, wow. and we're, we're cracking up. I mean, and it seems inappropriate. Like sometimes you kind of go, like we're all conditioned to believe that, you know, you need to do this, this way and that, that way. But I mean, I did, I did um, you know, laughter yoga. Mm-hmm. And you know we all to force ourselves and everything else. And by the end of it, we were just hysterical. <laughs> people were cry laughing. People are like, "I had the worst year ever." <laughs> and like, you know, try it. it was really funny. But I mean, laughter shifts stuff too. And we all think, "Oh God, this is really wrong, and I shouldn't be laughing." But you know, I mean, I just think it shifts, and and that's what the Kundalini I think has really opened me up to is to just not bloody, you know, we've got so much perfectionism and everything's got to be right and, you know. And you know, Bajan was onto this because there's some of his teachings where he actually gets you to laugh. You laugh for a whole minute. Oh, God. Or you'll scream at the top of your voice, like, and you'll kick your arms and your legs. And Kundalini can be quite, you know, if you want to get in your mind and think, what are they doing? This is weird. It can be very weird. But I love it. it works. And I embrace that inner weirdness. I'm a little yeah. weird, but I love it. <laughs> it gives you that expression. It allows you, it gives you permission to express in exactly. a way that maybe opens you up to go, ah, oh, this is actually me. I can do this whenever I want to do this. Yeah. That's permission, <laughs> isn't it? Because everything is mainstream school. Everything yeah. is just. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. Logic. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. But- and I have noticed too, I have, I have noticed since we started doing this as well, that, um, I'm actually giving my permission, myself permission not to do things as well. So ah, as in, um, you know, negative media that comes in and, and, and what have you. Mm. Don't want to go Matt there. Turned, Matt turned the, the news on the other night and I was just like, I'm, I'm just not going in there. And yeah. I actually put protection around the room and left. <laughs> How good. Because when I come back, I don't want that there. this is it because all of this energy is circulating around everywhere and I talk a lot in you know my classes about the transmutation of that and being able to be aware and just doing this subtly to even the people that don't know at least the ones that do we can shift that (laughs) and it's like where am I spending my energy where am I where am I giving my prana my life force to and where am I pulling it back in where do I want to you know contain myself and waste energy or do I want to keep that in and go oh I'm going to save this for a time that I need it for example Michelle with your Reiki and your healings same with you Becca it's like I don't need to involve myself in that it's cool Mm -hmm. you can do that that's okay but it's not what I want and I'm gonna preserve my energy and give it out and look at the profound differences that that's happening yeah and you teach I think you teach other people around you too Becca and us within our relationships um, because Jason, you know, sometimes my husband will like to talk about whatever it is, the stats, you know, the news, the whatever's going on. And I'm just like, yeah, that's interesting. Mm, Protection bubble. Similar to Beck. <laughs> yeah, I know. The wall's going up. And I'm like, mm. it's almost like you're observing, you know, you sort of stand yeah, back and you're yes. like kind of observing an interesting little performance over here. 
And it's like, oh yeah, that's very interesting. And I'm just going to go and do some guidance over here. And, you know, cause it, it's right. You're right. There's only a limited amount of um, energy we can all hold and, and everything else. And like Beck said, you know, do I want it to go into social media? Do I want it to go into the news? Do I want it to go? You know, no, I, I need to dedicate that to the people who need us, you know, to help them with whatever they need guidance or whatever it is, you know? So I walked into a store yesterday at the, the local shopping center um, and it's a crystal store. Oh, I knew it. I was going when you said Strombo. Crystals, there's crystals here. I have wanted for the longest time a permanent crystal store in my area so I don't have to travel all over. But (laughs) I knew it. um, This this person who owns this store, um, she's got, she normally has a little stand just out in the middle of the the thing that she packs up, you know, one that comes out every eight weeks or 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever. But now she's got a store and I noticed it. Yes, I actually did not notice it at first. I saw it at the dust store and I thought, I've got a gift voucher. I'll go in and have a look around. And then I walked out and I was halfway walking past this store and I'm like, oh, crystals. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I walked in and I had to, I couldn't stay in there. I could not stay in there because the lady behind the counter, the the girl behind the counter, she's like, hello, how are you? I said, I'm good, thank you. How are you? And I just knew as soon as I said that, why, why, why? You didn't need to take it that far. She asked you a question. You answered it. Leave it. Um, And she's like, oh, this and this and this and this. Uh I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said, really? Bubble and bubble and wall. (laughs) I was. And I'm like, you're feeling that way with all this energy in this room? And she went, Crazy. well, just, she said, well, blah, 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 blah. And she kept going. And I just went, oh, my gosh. And I had to, I couldn't get out of there quick enough. I have <laughs> never walked out of a crystal shop. Wow. Without buying anything. And, and, and been so grateful to get out of there. It wow. was just insane. Absolutely So it's making insane. you more aware. Do you feel like it's making you more aware of other people's kind of energies? and? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I just, I just, you know, not that I'm going to, if somebody needs help or something like that, obviously yeah. I'm going to be there for them. But not the dumping. Boundaries. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. That's incredible. Before you said crystal, I'm going crystal, crystal, and you said uh-huh. oh <laughs> <laughs> This is so phenomenal. But I was like, no, there's crystals here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's weigh that up. Crystals, groceries. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Love yeah it. <laughs> no it's great because I mean that's the boundaries you know and I think we've yeah. all we've all taken it all we've all taken the dumping people have dumped on us you know but yeah. I, I love that because kundalini really just makes you so aware like it's like a hyper awareness right. where it's like yeah I don't I don't want that I don't want to be around that like a good example similar to what Beck said we went um we're doing some door knocking at the moment to businesses and we're just volunteers we're part of a committee volunteers um trying to get people to network and doing guest speaking events and whatever and we went into a bunch of stores and some of them like we were so well um received and I'm talking about like surprising like you know you kind of judge a book by its cover and you kind of go into like a tire place so it was a tire place right there's a lot of it's an industrial area and they do like you know hubcaps or whatever Jason's like oh it's mags Michelle like hubcaps essentially and you know I mean? and it's all dudes and the guy on the front desk no kidding his name's like rain he's like from ireland like he's just oh my god we can spend all day with this guy right and we're walking in going oh my god it's some tire place next minute we're like best friends and then we go into this other place and it's like um it's got flowers and stuff so we look in the window and we're like oh my god there's like a coffee thing there's like cakes there's like mm. you know po- and there's like um flowers and florists and we're like the energy oh my god and so we both kind of float in the door 
and it wasn't very friendly. And we're like, oh, you know, what are you doing? La la la. And there's a part of inner flora. And it's like, not, not, not basically leave, get out of my, and we're like, we're just volunteers. Like we're just networking. And they couldn't, they couldn't get us out the door fast enough. And Vanessa and I stand out the front going, or Laura and I, sorry. We're, we're just like, uh, what just happened? Like what just happened? <laughs> And we couldn't get over it because you walk in and just go the energy and the flowers and the all the stuff, like Beck said. And it was just, wow, oh my God. So you really can't judge a book by its cover because all the Thai places, they actually came on board and they're sponsoring this um, festival that we're doing here. All the dudes. Yeah. So we went to the flower shop and it was a lady and it was just get out of my shop, basically. And I'm like, oh my what God. Are you doing here? I have a question because you were you were saying Tash about the diet nutrition and and what have you too so just when Michelle was saying that all I could see were the cakes and the sugar and the sweets and what have you Mm. now I still do have a bit of sugar I love my chocolate um but I like I use a lot of honey as opposed to sugar because it's it's a bit more a bit more natural that sort of um environment like you know, Michelle was saying it looked like this and it looked like this, but the, the diet and the sugar and all that um, Yeah, how, how does that affect it? So you mean my arthritis? Or just people's energy in general. Oh, massively. You know, for, for those at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I just always say to people, you know, being a previous personal trainer, um, you are what you eat. And that saying is so true. So the more, when you think about the vibration of food, and if we want to raise our vibration, we want to be eaten as clean as possible. So plant-based stuff as much as possible. Um, so if we're nourishing our body and our vessel, it's very hard to host a, or to hold high frequency in a vessel that is congested. So even, even with our yogi teachings, it's, yeah, the more high frequency food you eat, such as fresh fruit, vegetables, um, making sure that you've got a balance between um, your meats and your and your and your fish, getting a balanced diet with more fresh local produce instead of sweets, chocolates, grabbing the foods that you know is going to really spike your insulin levels and give you a quick high. Um, I always say, go and do a quick breath of fire for two minutes and your energy mm. will come straight back up. Right. Um, it definitely it makes your body a bit more denser it's harder to raise your frequency and to tune into your own body it's like it creates this heaviness and the best way to describe it is is to say try this stuff yourself so initially mm-hmm. there's that there's that phase that you'll go through where you're purging and releasing the toxins and getting rid of all this stuff out of your body so you are going to probably feel not very good you know but try it try it I guess saying all this stuff to people um, or to anyone out there, the best thing that you can do is trial and error yourself. Get curious. Get curious with eating those those high-frequency foods. The lighter that we eat, the more it is, the more easier it is to raise our frequency up, the more easier it is for the energy to flow through those energy centers, where if, we, if we've got heavy, starchy, heavy you know sugary processed foods our bodies work in overtime to try and eliminate and work through breaking down all of that stuff instead of sending the energy into the cells mm, so yeah and i've noticed with myself too over the years 
the more sugary stuff that I eat, you're the, not saying that I don't have that, because of course I do from time to time. I, I think everything in moderation and finding what is good balance for yourself is very important because we don't want to become so rigid in, I can't eat this food and, you know, that's getting into a whole another ball game. But yeah, I notice um, sometimes when I do certain practices and in the teachings, it's you, you will only have fresh fruit and vegetables. So you may only have... Um, Minimal fish, no meat. I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but try it yourself and see how your frequency raises up. You know, it acts, you, you, you again can raise your vibration and access different states of consciousness that you can't when you're, your body's heavy and full mm. of all this density to, to break down. So as a few times that I've, you know, fasted or also just had smoothies or vegetables supplemented, of course, as well, because I don't want my body to deplete. Um, and yeah, profound experiences have happened, you know, profound healings happened for me. So personally working with, um, the fruits and vegetables a bit more, it has been huge. Mm. For me and and my it's, it's not just the diet too, because I think people go, oh, the diet and aren't so hard. But if you're doing yeah. something like what Beck and I are doing at the moment with you, Tash, um, yeah. you're doing the 40 day commitment, yeah. making that commitment or doing like, you know, saying attunements before when I teach Reiki, a lot of people, when they're preparing to come to Reiki, even though they're not aware of it consciously, subconsciously, I find a lot of people either get a virus, like a cold or a flu or something in the lead up to it. Um, they start to purge and all of a sudden they're giving up smoking, they're giving up caffeine yeah. and they come along and they tell me about it. And a lot of them say, oh, I had gastro for three days or whatever. Mm. And it's not even them doing it consciously because they're just going, oh, I'm going to this thing with Michelle. But subconsciously, it's like the body is kind of starting to get rid of this stuff. And a lot of people tell me, yeah, I started, I gave up meat. You know, usually that's after the achievements, but a lot of them will give up meat. And I find Kundalini is a very similar thing to this, where if we were eating all the heavier, you know, starchy kind of stuff, we'd be really struggling to get up, you know, at 4.30 to do this, to yeah. you know have the energy to get through it. But also something that I've noticed, Tash, and it's... um. I guess kind of along the same lines, but you know, when we do the modified cow, cat cow, so most yeah. people who are listening would know, you know, cat cow instead of yoga sense, we sort of, you know, um, inverted and, and not inverted, whatever the other term is. Um, and so um, I've noticed because we do like a different kind of version of that where the legs going out and, um, you know, coming back in. Yep. And on my right, I don't know if it's the same, but because I'm doing all the, you know, creative, you know, spiritual stuff, I've noticed on my right side of my book as we start on the right that it's really heavy and I'm like, oh, my leg, I feel like a lump of lead. Oh, my God. And it's like really hard to get through and I feel like it's really slow, like I do it really slowly. And yeah. on the left, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. It's like a piston. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. I can do this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is that common? Like, is, is that common? Beck, do you feel the same thing, Beth? Yes, I do. I <laughs> do. For you? But, but then also, I'll be doing it. So I'll start with the right. I'll be going slow and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm just like, I'm just going to focus on my breathing and put my head up, my head yep. down, my head yep. up, my head yep. up. Um, and then I think, oh, my leg. I've got to lift my leg. I've got to lift my leg. <laughs> the other day, I fell over and I was oh the giggles again. I was just like, well, okay. I come back. It was like one of those goats, you know, those fainting goats. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love it. That is but, so funny. Oh, and I was laughing, but but when I get, but then while I'm doing that right side, it's my left, um, like in the glute sort of area there, and I can feel the energy going through that one. Mm. And I'm like, ah. that's weird. And then I swap, and that's what happens on the other side. But again, the same. I'm doing it a lot quicker and a lot. Yeah. 
but you know, which is funny because this I'm right-handed. Really I would have thought my right side. I'm right-handed too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. I really <laughs> yeah, want to sit in the cat now. We do refer for the right side as the masculine and the left yeah. is the feminine. Yeah. But also, I think I say in some of the, you know, in some of the exercises, just feel in, feel into the right and the left. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is balance that, the yin and the yang. We're balancing the frequencies, but also, yeah. So if you're, it's interesting how you're getting that right side where it's like heavyweight, the masculine mm. side, the doing, the action, whereas your feminine, the intuitive side is like, woo. Yeah. You know? so Let's do this thing. We almost, we almost say in Kundalini, when you're feeling that way, it's, there's some, there's some blockage there. Mm. So keep breathing. And this is where we say you will create an experience here. So the less we attach to this is, oh, I'm feeling this, what, what's going on? Mm. Breathing into that, breathing into that, the body will naturally let go of that blockage when it wants to let go. Yeah. So focusing on that breath, focusing on, you know, sending the prana into that area <laughs> and eventually it will release when it wants to release. Yeah, it's definitely getting easier. And I think that's what Beck and I went into this with because I yeah. was sort of, you know, oh, I've got to, go to edit this and I've got to finish that. I've got to do this and I've got this to-do list. Yeah. And I just wasn't really motivated to do any of it. And it was Groundhog Day for me as well. And then it's like feeling that on the right and knowing that I have a lot of clients who come and go, Michelle, I've got injuries all the right-hand side, right shoulder, right leg, right whatever. Yeah. And I see it all the time. It's either left or right, but it's all down one side, all down the other side. And when I'm doing this cat-cow thing, I'm going, ooh, that's interesting, isn't it? Because I used to be all on the logical. But the log the male is necessary because it's the doing, it's the yang, and that's the energy that we're trying to switch on here. So it is getting easier. Yeah. So I guess, you know, at the end of this, um, you know, and even during it, you know, I've noticed I've had this real kind of energy yeah. and I need to do it all. Yeah. I need to get it done now. I um I struggle with the frog pose. They're so challenging. <laughs> that's a hard I one. I know, I know, but I managed to get like I haven't done the full twenty six. Yeah. Um, that we're supposed to do yet, but I'm taking it slowly. I'm doing what I can do, and I was like, I think the first day I was like maybe eight into it, and I went, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and then I got up to 13 and I was just like I'm so proud of me today Yay. today I did 20 and I was just like whoa <laughs> well done That's so, good, so yeah really really um and and you know like I was saying before you, you don't need to put pressure on yourself your body will you know yeah I, I know it helps with the the energy and the creative yeah. and their set times and and what have you I still do it in that set time mm. but it's just where I'm at, at the, and, and I just sort of let go of that. Um, oh, that's a big one say, for the ego. You know, it's, it's okay. Well it's okay. And the I key there is, yeah. Isn't that great? Let go. So not yeah. forcing, honoring your body and going, Kundalini is so good because you don't, you can actually visualize the entire practice. So it's for everyone. It isn't mm. just yoga for you have to, you have to stand up and do all these postures and you have to be fit and this and that. It's, this is the yoga for everyone. It's the yoga mm. of awareness. Yeah. Um, so it's great that you are honoring your body and, and not getting too much into the doing because we are, although it's a very active, you know, Kundalini is very active. It's very mm. masculine. We want to tap into that feminine aspect of that, which is exactly what you're doing. It's yeah. I'm honoring this. I can go and do twenty, and then I'll visualize the next, the other six. Or you know, I can do three. I'm gonna wait here for a second, visualize another three, and then you know, that's, you know that's I mean? what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. balance so good. how you're feeling, how your body's going, and honoring the process of that, knowing yeah. yourself intuitively. I can push through this because sometimes pushing through that point, you bam, 
it shifts, it removes this blockage. Right, but again, right. this is something that the own body needs to, you know, go through. It's yeah. not me telling you, keep pushing through this, go, go, go. It's no, this is great awareness again, you know, thanks Kundalini, awareness for you to let go of, no, I've got to do that. Yeah. One but thing that I, one thing that, um, Atash, honestly, one thing I'm like, the number of times you say squeeze squeeze and I'm like oh I'm squeezing it's so funny I was thinking about it this morning I'm like oh she's saying squeeze again I'm like squeeze you know oh my god I think I'm like dreaming about it I'm like gee whiz I'm gonna have the best pelvic floor muscles known to me and I tell you what like squeeze oh my god raise it up raise it higher oh gee whiz I'm like I'm squeezing squeezing myself to death here Um, now Tash we because you know I don't know about Beck but I'm like what's the next thing because I need to keep doing something I need to keep doing this thing I'm loving life like this is the most awesome thing I think I've ever done in my life and that's the truth and you've got a six-week challenge coming up but you were saying maybe you might do another 40-day thing what are your sort of plans you know kind of moving forward so there's a lot so you guys have experienced just one aspect of kundalini yoga oh my god we need more tash (laughs) so there's multiple different things that we can experience or you know try and explore and the whole point in what i want to bring forward with my teachings is that exploration giving permission of okay we can try this see how this goes for other for some people it's i just really love the mantra i just want to sit there and chant For others, it's like, I like the physical postures. And for others, it may be, I just like the meditative practices, you know? So there's all these different components that create Kundalini Yoga. So yes, I do have a six week course that will be starting on the 15th of August. And what we will be doing is exploring the concepts of the mind, not through our mind. So we will be using our mind to access that, but then shifting into our sensory body. So we'll be going through experiences through different types of practices, through breath work again, but also through meditation. So we'll be doing a lot more meditation Ooh. in this. Um, and we will just observe and, and you'll, I guess what you'll gain from this is how your mind comes in. How can we access a neutral mind? How can we, mm. how can we be aware of a negative mind? How can we shift from that negative mind? How can we, you know, shift to a positive mind? What does that positive mind feel like? So it's these practices that give you the tools to go today. I'm feeling really, you know, I'm around all this chaos and this fear and people are being annoyed and work. And, you know, I'm just feeling all this negativity. So the negative minds playing out, you know, okay, try this practice feel how that feels what is that experience doing for you so it's giving you all these tools to bring into your daily life so it's quite phenomenal we'll be exploring mantra in this too so um mantra with the fingers in kundalini yoga represent different um planets so we will be chanting with our fingers satanama in this one satanama so again i'm not going to go too much into what exactly that is, because I feel mm. like I want you guys to experience this. Mm. Get very basics on it, but um, I don't want to share too much about my personal experience with this. Yeah. Because it's all about our own experience and honoring what we feel. Yeah. So yeah, I have that six-week course coming up in August. And also I'm opening up a 40-day uh, chanting class. Oh, oh gosh. Chanting we love together. the chanting. It is massive. So some of these... Um, mantras they all work on different on different things depending on the mantra there's a lot of kundalini mantras so 
Um, a lot of them we will chant in our normal sadhana practice. So for me, I will do two and a half hours of yoga. In that will be a lot of the chants and the japti, which is um, something that a lot, a lot of us teachers will, will tune into. Mm. And what they do, especially ekonkars, a long ekonkar, is it tunes and opens up all of our chakras. So it's quite phenomenal how just chanting this one mantra and getting lost in the vibration of the sound of the mantra, feeling it move through the entire system um, and feeling those blockages unlock as well. Mantra's massive. Mantra's mm. big. It's my favorite. It's yeah. my favorite in Kundalini Yoga is the mantras. Yeah. And the best thing about that, Tash, what you're talking about is people are like, oh, you know, they've been dealing with trying to get over this thing or get rid of that thing, you know, for bloody yeah. their whole life. Yeah. And it's like, it's so fast. Like Beck said, you know, day one, it's like, I'm noticing differences. This is incredible. This stuff is quick and it doesn't have to take your entire life. No, and that's you- why I think we both really enjoy doing it because we're like, gee whiz, you know, we're noticing the difference on the right compared to the left and that's okay. But I think, you know, things like alternate nostril breathing and all of yep. that sort of stuff is obviously helping that a little bit. And I do imagine that my right side will become more like the left. Yep. I mean, the right side was what I did my hamstring on. So it's it's interesting because I'm trying to prevent all of those things now. So the more that we can, you know, bring the body so that it is equal, yep. the way to test it, to do something like that, the better for us. We're not going to get those sort of, you know, little niggly things happening and um, it happens fast. Super quick immune system as well. So it, yeah. like I said, it really strengthens that immune system. And I feel like it's we so at the moment to- we need it, yeah system strong and healthy yeah so we'll put your links in um what's your page name tash on facebook heart earth magic heart earth magic um, on facebook yeah and i also have my um spiritual name jyoti namprit car on instagram we might have to um yeah put the link in for that because that's going to be interesting spelling that um oh yeah. you pulled a card teacher I, I pulled a couple of cards but i pulled yeah, teacher. So learning a new path. This is from the Energy and Spirit Oracle. Um, the other one that I pulled out before was... Doesn't mean it's Kundalini. <laughs> Balance. Oh, you're joking, aren't you? Centered oh, energy amazing. and self-care. And then this one jumped out too, which was amazing. Beck, you're crazy. What is going on over here? So that's achievement, completion and reward. And you can just see the energy coming through both feet. Running through the finish line. Like a guy running through the finish line and you can just see all the energy. Can you see that? Yeah. Coming through both feet there. The light. Um, Out through the the, the golden shimmer light, out through the arms and all through the system. So, yeah, I'm going to post them up too with it. Beth, you and your cards. She's like, she's like it. zing, zing, zing. Like the cards are bang on, hey? So That's incredible. You. Well done. I well, just this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One last thing about the mantra. So I know that this is such a, a block for people that they don't want to hear their voice. This is mm. the biggest thing. We all have our own unique voice that is, it creates the sound of the universe. So I do encourage you, if you are a bit shy and don't want to hear your voice, Give it a try still. Just try, chant it out, see how you go. Um, push past those barriers and see what that opens. It might just be this is a barrier that opens you up to somewhere else. Yeah. Well, just on that, Tash, um, the, there's the second one where um, – <clears throat> gone, can't think of it. The second one we do 
and it's got this really very the last one. Jugad, yeah, for the heart chakra. Yeah. And the very last one, my mouth doesn't move fast enough for it. <laughs> so I chant all of it and I get to that part and I'll give it a go. And then the second time I'll be like, I'll give it a go. And then the third time I'm just like, listening because <laughs> my mouth doesn't, doesn't move fast enough <laughs> you're trying which is awesome and i think that's what tash is saying just give it a go and yeah that's awesome it's funny it's funny <laughs> well tash thank you so much my love that was um fantastic and you know beck and i i reckon we'll probably touch base with you again you know and just um see you know maybe during or before the six week you know challenge and have another chat and you know because I think that there's just so many breakthroughs that we're all going to experience you know within mm-hmm. the group and um I do want to say to you as well it's funny that um the list for the listener at home Tash actually calls us all into the space and after I did watch Top Gun because that was me I was talking about um and I thought I'm never getting up in the morning it was like someone just it was like someone tapped me on the shoulder and was like you need to go down and do this thing and I was saying to you I felt like I felt like someone was like calling me or getting me to come into the group and Tash said to me I actually call all of you into the space and I didn't realize you were doing that and I was like gosh because I just felt like I've got to I've got to get up and I've got to do it and when we're doing like you know imagining ourselves around you know the fire and stuff I can feel everyone there. Like yeah, I can, yes. I can feel Beck, and I can feel all the other women there, like holding space, and like it really feels like we're actually there, which I yeah. think is really profound. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you as well because I think that's really awesome. Thank you. It is super incredible, and this is the thing we're all here to just you know touch our crowns up, help yeah. each other walk our journey, and yeah, to share our magic, to share these gifts, to share these teachings, to share our energy and watch each other just yeah live in our best expression but yeah i do i open up shamanically so i do call everyone in i call this yeah. all in. well Create- i know that now because <laughs> i'm like who's, who's going on here <laughs> bring us into a big cuddly bubble make sure we're all protected and safe and all supported <laughs> love it all right well thank you beck and i are very uh-huh. grateful and um this is life-changing and what's the best thing is that it's fast you know so if you're listening to this you want to give it a go um, we'll put all the links in the show notes and um, heart, what is it? Heart Earth Magic um, is Tasha's page and uh, all the information I'm sure will be there for um, the six-week challenge and everything else because I did and have just, a little sneaky peek. Just really quickly, sorry, Michelle, um, mm-hmm. just for, for the listeners at home, I just want to say I did not exercise, okay? I was one of these people, like up until this, I was one of these people that was like, I run around after I've got four children, got the business, I work, I do this, I do that. So I've got all this stuff. I do enough running around. I don't have time to exercise. I don't need to exercise. You know, I'm getting a lot of physical physical activity. Um, <clears throat> major difference. Major, <laughs> major difference. Just in myself. Just yeah. in myself. It's- Your energy used to be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I need than you. <laughs> Absolutely. My, wow. I spoke to my um, my dad the other night on the phone because it was his birthday and he didn't, I rang him, left a message and he rang me back late and he said, um, you know, oh, something, something, something. And I said, oh, no, I'm going to go because I'm, I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning. He said, what are you doing at 4.30 in the morning? I said, I'm doing kundalini yoga. And he's gone, oh. And now he's like, does this personal training. So he's like, oh, you should come and do my this. And I went, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> very different yeah no thank you yeah yeah 
It's funny though, because Kundalini, you're like, yes, and I don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Your soul knows. It's like, I know, I'm ready. Body, yeah. Intuition. It's like yeah. personal tip training, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So many people funny, don't know it? what Kundalini is. This is a thing. It's, you know. Totally. Yeah, but I feel like now it's it's getting big. People mm. are like, okay, wow, I'm ready. To, they're ready. It's the right energy for it, Tash. It's yeah. the right energy for it. And I think that's because of all the like we were saying health and heart and all the stuff going on and the fear. Yeah. Um, people are having first time readings, you know, just people are looking for this sort of thing and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there'll be a lot more of um, this sort of stuff because it is fast, you know, people aren't doing things as long. They don't, they don't want to take four years, five years and wallow around in this. And the practice is quick too. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's just over yeah. an hour because um, I put a bit of a meditation in it, um, but it's quick. Mm. get up bam do it and then your energy for the day that you're ready you're clear yeah. you've anchored yeah. in yourself in your soul you've acknowledged your true essence and then you're ready to go into this off world. we go yeah. excellent yeah really enjoying it well thank you and thank you. um yeah really appreciate okay. your time today cheek see you in the morning amazing <laughs> big love <Thank> Tash. Bye. <laughs> All right, so that was Tash Hamilton, that conversation. And um, Becky, isn't she? I mean, you already know Tash. You met Tash before. We started Kundalini and everything like that very briefly. You don't know her really well. But um, isn't she just amazing? She's like a little elemental, like a little fairy or something. She is just incredible. She really is. And it's really good to be able to have a chat with her and get to know a bit more about her background. Yeah. Um, Because as we said at the start of this, I was just sort of like, yep, done. Send it to me. I'm done. Didn't think about it was just doing it um but it's really good because in the mornings we don't have a lot of time we don't sit there and chat 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 and and, and exchange you know pleasantries pleasantries um so really lovely and she just has just such a warm and loving you know energy Mm. around her she's just absolutely beautiful yeah absolutely one of our soul sisters definitely yeah absolutely and I think when you're holding space for a large group because it is an amazing group and a lot of the people in the group are Kundalini facilitators themselves or they teach yoga like other forms of yoga or you know breath work or whatever whatever so the uh, energy in the group I think is um really important you know and I'm finding that that's making a big difference I think to all of us because when we do you know feel like we're all standing around the fire together um I guess you know we want to make sure that everyone there is um you know there with integrity and good intentions and and I really feel that you know I really feel like everyone is just trying their hardest and and doing their best yeah and there's some gorgeous girls in that group too like just just like um I know who you're thinking. When though. you're sitting, yeah. <laughs> her personality, oh, my God. I'm like, the first day, it was day one or something. We won't name the person, but, yes, yeah, no, so came no. into the group and she teaches yoga and she's like a yes and all of this. And we're all like, what? <laughs> like, I'm there with my pyjamas and my beanie on and I'm like, who is this <laughs> Like, she just has energy like nothing else. Absolutely beautiful. And you can just feel with her energy, you sort of like okay, I'm going to put the cup of tea down. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And again, then you just feel like just fueling up inside you. It's, it's amazing. So I just wanted to be her best friend. I think I sent you a message. You did. I was like, I want to be her personal assistant. I want to be something like I'll carry your shoes around or your handbag or something. Like, I mean, <laughs> she is just, oh my God. Um, just amazing. And we wouldn't have met her had it not been for this, you know, this whole practice that we're doing. So. No, that's right. Yeah. That's I'm just right. loving life. And it's good. It is so good to, you know, because we're always talking about 
to people find your tribe as well. Mm. Um, so it's really good that when you get into something like this, and you don't have to be, um, you know, a Kundalini expert. You don't have to be a yoga teacher to do it. Um, we're both healers. We both do readings. Um, so we we don't we didn't know a lot about it as we no. said in the in the in the podcast. Um, you don't have to have any prior experience, but you do find your your soul tribe. Oh yeah. As you work your way through, and yep. that is just such a massive takeaway from it. Yeah. Such a massive takeaway. Yeah, and we didn't know that going in. That's the thing. We just You're knew our bodies adding. wanted to do it. Always yeah. adding. Always yeah. adding. Because we know that we 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 know we feel like we've had like past life oh. interactions together. Absolutely. But um. Yeah, you're always like that. That will that's that's part of me. You're a part of me. I'm a part of you. As far as that's the it. energy and 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 all of that goes, forever. But it's you also do. You know, it's important to to sort of reach out there and and bring in more, more. Yeah, because and I love all the there, all there the same. Yeah, I love um, Namaste because the light in me sees the light in you, and I think that's really what I've noticed during this um, Kundalini practice that we're doing. Because when we're sort of staying around that fire or at the end when we're sort of all with our hands on a heart and sort of rocking, it really does feel like your sisters have you and it feels like they're all sort of arms around, like almost feel that. And yeah. um, and that really is namaste. That's the light of me sees the light in you and it's seeing the beauty, you know, and everything. And I feel like um, Archangel Joffiel has been around a lot lately, um, certainly mentioning her in readings a bit. And, um, and that is seeing the beauty and everything. It's looking beyond the ugliness and you know, like the crystal shop example that you used and um, me with the little shop with the florists, the flowers and, you know, barista, um, you know, even in that situation, I'm trying to see the beauty in that, you know, I'm trying really hard to kind of see that and not look at the ugliness, you know, and I think that that's um, something that Kundalini has really taught me, you know, in that group is just see the light, there's light in everyone, we're all the same. And not getting attached to, I guess, the human emotions. Because I've got people here, you know, saying, oh, my family's doing this and they're doing that. And they're saying this and saying that. And it's like, that's just human. That's just yeah. human stuff. Look beyond it and just tell them you love them. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, right. that's really what it comes down to. And life gets a lot easier, I think, when you do that because it's kind of easier to forgive. It's easier to kind of let go and go, okay, well, you acted with the knowledge and wisdom that you had at the time and, and that's all you could do. You couldn't do any more than that. You know, you it's all about acceptance. Are. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You are where you are and, yep. you know, everything is always working out. Yep. How, yeah. how many, how many, I want to put it out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. How many times have you been through something and then at the end of it, you're just like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. what, was I, what was I worried about? Mm-hmm. Or even five, six, ten years down the track, you just yeah. go, wow, I never thought I'd get through that, but. Look where I am. I did. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And how long you sit in that for is up to you. I always say That's that to right. people. It's entirely up to you. They're like, how long is this going to give me a time frame, Michelle? And it's like, do the work, love. And uh, you could walk out the door and it's done. You know what I mean? It's that simple. Um, now, but coming up on the next episode, because we did talk to Tash a bit about this and I just looked across and I thought, geez, that's appropriate. Something that Tash talked a bit about was um, pain and she knows all about it. You know, rheumatoid arthritis, super painful. Um, she's had other health issues that she didn't mention, um, but all of that leads to pain in the body. And I've actually lined that up um, with chronic pain and attachment. And I think that 
you know, this is really great for us to lead into next episode because we kind of talked about it. So it's a great segue, you know, into the next one. And it won't be a downer. It won't be us sitting here, you know, woe is me. It's more about similar to what we talked about just now is about not attaching to that and not sitting in that forever. And, you know, I think that that's really important. So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, next episode. Beck, that was great chat today. Thank you so much. Thank you.